Hello San Pedro podcast episode 98. Hey, I'm Amanda. And I'm Jess. And this is the Hello San Pedro podcast. Join us as we talk with locals, community leaders, business owners, and people like us who love all things San Pedro. Every week, we'll explore San Pedro's deeply rooted culture, discuss local issues, and spread good vibes. Let's get into it. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Hello San Pedro podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Amanda Silva. Um, We are super excited about today's guest. Um, This guest today is super charismatic. We absolutely enjoyed our conversation with him. Um, He is one of two partners that started a local gym in the San Pedro, downtown San Pedro area. Very popular gym. I know so so many people who go here. I've heard great things about it. A lot of movers and shakers, I want to say, go to this gym. Um, and I can totally see why the energy is palpable. I can totally see how contagious it is and how motivating it is to be in that kind of environment. Um, we hope you enjoy this episode and we hope you enjoyed this series. Hey, before we get into the episode, we did want to give you a heads up. We did experience some technical difficulties during the recording of this episode. Unfortunately, Jess's track was lost. Um, You will hear her in our conversation. However, she will sound like she's in the background and will not be as loud as myself or our guest. We apologize for this in advance, and we hope that this does not take away from you being able to enjoy this episode as much as we enjoyed this amazing conversation we had with our guest. We're going to go ahead and get right into it, and thanks again for your understanding. Uh, I'm Ed McKenna. I'm a business owner in San Pedro. I'm 36 years old. That's getting harder and harder to remember as I've uh, passed 30. Uh, I do personal training. I coach at like five different schools. Uh, I teach PE classes and uh, strength and conditioning. Very nice. Yeah. Do you want to mention the business that you run? Oh, yes. I do uh, run a business, uh, Hey Day Elite Fitness. Very good. And we are a CrossFit gym, and uh, our job is mainly changing people's lives, I like to think, and uh, letting people people that didn't know they could do it, do it. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Wait, so CrossFit gym, what does that mean? A CrossFit gym? Well, I, uh, the, the clinical definition of CrossFit's constantly varied exercises practice at varying intensities it's a mouthful but that's really what crossfit is um for me crossfit is being able to do a workout with my mom and us doing the same thing but completely different degrees in an environment that we get to spend time together Uh, for me crossfit's not always just about like what workout you're doing but who you're doing it with I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just the atmosphere of bringing everyone together and actually becoming a community is, mm-hmm. I think, what interests me the most about CrossFit and why I've been able to keep doing it for as long as I have and still be happy when mm-hmm. I'm going to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds cool. I, ca- I know. Well, I know there's, there's, okay, so CrossFit in this sense is used as a general term, right? Like you're mixing up different workouts and different. Uh, levels right 
or is it there is there like that brand CrossFit? Because I feel like oh, we're a CrossFit gym, we're a CrossFit gym. There's like a a CrossFit industry and standard. Yeah, CrossFit they are, they are an affiliate, and so if you say you're a CrossFit gym, you're usually paying a fee to be an affiliate. Right. Right. Some mm-hmm. people may be doing CrossFit ish mm-hmm. or CrossFit style workouts or yeah. saying they're. They're right CrossFit, but they're not, but they are. Yeah, and they're like CrossFit like, style, CrossFit's but CrossFit's like not... changed everything. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I love CrossFit. I think when it's given in the appropriate doses, it's the best way to train. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of times, I don't know, CrossFit sometimes gets a bad name because it, it hurts people, but usually just people are exposed to an array of exercises that sometimes they're just not ready to do yet. Mm-hmm. I always preface everything with yet. Mm-hmm. Right? And people come into my gym, I'm like, I don't want you to, oh, you're gonna, I want you doing this in like eight weeks. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to do this today, and then eight weeks from now, you'll be doing the thing that we thought we'd be doing. Right. Right? But uh, it is, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, constantly varied exercises practiced at varying intensities. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing that, technically you're doing CrossFit. Mm. Okay. If you're doing things for time, or you're doing as many rounds as you can, if you ever hear that in a gym, it's CrossFit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Cool. Yeah. So I want to go into, um, where did you grow up? I grew up in Bakersfield. Okay. <clears throat> Actually, Orange County, then I moved to Bakersfield, mm-hmm. lived in Bakersfield, moved to South Carolina, then from South Carolina back to San Pedro when I was 13. Now you say back to San Pedro. Oh, sorry. My, my, dad, my parents grew up in PV. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then when they had you, you were in Orange County? Then Bakersfield. <clears throat> I was right. I have I have nine siblings. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm, I'm number five. Okay. So we had, we we moved around to where it's most cost effective to have that many kids. <laughs> that actually makes a lot of sense. I so was gonna Bakersfield. say, what took you to Bur- Bakersfield? Because I feel like that's so random. We lived on a farm, especially coming from Orange County. Yeah, yeah. we had goats. We had a cow named Pork uh, Barbecue. Oh my yeah. So funny. We ate it. It was great. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I honestly, uh, of, the, of the farm life, I don't remember that much. I was, okay. I was pretty young. Um, but my other, all of my older siblings, they, they remember everything. Yeah. There's a lot of chores. Where yeah. do you fall in the... I'm number five. Okay. Right in the middle. Um, yeah, growing up is chores. We had, a, we had a chore chart every week, every day. <laughs> everyone's name had a, 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 a task to do. Yeah. So... Yeah, doing things I don't like to do is the habit and the fire question, and I've been it's been ingrained in my um, my my whole persona since I was a little kid. That explains, yeah. Yeah, that has like, to be one of the job. best habits in the world because that's all you have to do to get things done is do the things you don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you ever listen to Mel Robbins? Um, she's kind of like a you know motivational person. No, mm. well she says like you're never gonna want to do anything. You're not gonna be motivated to go pay your bills. You're not gonna be motivated to go work out. You know, she's like you just gotta count to five and get up. You know, and do it. That she calls it like her launch. You know, kind of like launching a rocket. Yeah. Do, uh, do you ever read San Pedro magazine? Mm-hmm. Yes. Did you read last month's? I did or not. This month's? No. The yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I just wrote, I just wrote like an article about that exactly sentiment. Yeah. Okay. Do you know who wrote it? I did. 
Oh, you wrote it. Yeah. So okay, so I know Ricky was a writer for. Mm-hmm. Now you're right. You're both writing it, or mm-hmm. you Just are the me. writer. I love that. I love that. So you didn't mention that in your intro. <laughs> we will include that columnist for the <laughs> San Pedro Today. Um, yeah, San Pedro Today magazine. I love the magazine. We were just talking about how it's a cherished magazine here, and um, we absolutely love it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize. I I never realized how many people read it. Oh, people read it, and they get mad. Like, so I I, I love Josh, and I, I used to work with him. I worked with him in the magazine years ago um, during the pandemic. I was like, he called me, actually, because one of his reps stepped down, and I was like, perfect timing, man. I got no, I'm like, I need some, <laughs> some work. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I need some work. I stepped down from my full-time job because of the pandemic. And um, so we worked together in uh, 2020, and um, people call they will call him and be like, I didn't get my magazine today. It didn't show up on my driveway. What are you going to do about it? You know? And they'll, they literally get mad if it doesn't show up on their driveway. I mean, was this your first column? It was my first one. It's like funny. And then I didn't expect anyone to read it. Then I got a bunch of text messages. You didn't tell me you're writing in this thing. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's cool. Has the famousness come through. Yeah. The local celebrity. Oh Oh, yeah. It's going to come through. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Okay, and so then going back to your upbringing, so you jumped around a little bit and then ended up in San Pedro. At what time was that in your life? Uh, eighth grade. Eighth grade. So okay. I was thirteen, okay. and uh, I talked funny, I dressed funny, and I got was given a really hard time when Little I moved South here. Carolina. Yes, I, I love South Carolina. Full on braced accent. Yeah. Ma'am, thank you. I got free dress at school. I got laughed at because I wore everything I wear in South Carolina that I thought was cool. Yeah. We were preppy there. We were Tommy Hilfiger. And yeah. Oh, in South Carolina? Yeah, so yeah. Khaki pants tucked in. Oh, yeah. Coming yeah. to like a kind of a rough and gritty port town. <laughs> yeah. That Free dress flannels. was the worst thing that yeah. could ever have happened to me mm-hmm. in my reputation. So. <laughs> I actually had uniform most of those days, so it worked out, I think. <laughs> Yeah, except when they give you free dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. you're like, what do I wear? And you're like agonizing it's it over. So stressful. Yeah, it's yeah, very it's stressful. Bad, yeah, it's... Every free dress day was really stressful because I didn't know what the heck I was going to wear. I only had uniform for like elementary. And then afterwards, I was like, finally, I can wear whatever I want. High school, I like got used to it. And I was like, this is, this is, this is okay. I can figure it out. I can pick out an it's outfit every day. It's a lot of pressure. Day. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> you get judged a lot too. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, oh, my gosh. I look back at some of those outfits. It's it's a mess. Um, you become older, and it's like, that's just becomes who you are. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is my style. It's who I am. Yeah. I'm going to dress appropriately. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just don't know who you are when you're that young. That's you're true. still figuring it out. Mm-hmm. You're trying on different looks, you know? I, I was like... Purple glitter plants and purple long sleeves to match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had... um I had, like, these black and pink, like, bondage pants because they had strap... Sorry bondage pants because they had like straps that go across it was like very punk alternative nice and i loved them yeah um you know but then i would wear like a bright pink floral skirt the next day <laughs> you know i was just all over all the place over the map. yeah um okay so is this when you met ricky i met ricky in high school okay because uh, i noted i earlier off the off the record you said that you met ricky at 14 years old yeah i was actually okay. probably 15 because okay. i think the first year of high school i didn't have any friends i came from a uh, private school so i mm-hmm. had knew no one uh-huh. joined the football team mm-hmm. uh started making friends and then i think i was sophomore year i got introduced to ricky and then him and i just hit it off mm-hmm. and it's like funny because you meet ricky and i like 
when we were younger, polar opposites. Yeah. How was, so? Uh, Ricky's thinks before he talks. Okay. Oh, very like. Very more. I say more analytical. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like shooting from the hip. Yeah. Things just come out of my mouth. Yeah. I'm loud. Uh, he flies under the radar. I do not. Um, like a yin and yang. Yeah. When we yeah. started, so. It's been very fun. Yeah. And did you guys meet in class or? Uh, through mutual reading? mutual friends. Okay. Yeah, yeah, mutual friends. I want to say on the podcast too because I think we didn't mention it. Uh, I think we mentioned it beforehand, but Ricky is a co-owner of Heyday Fitness, uh-huh. right? So you guys met as early as fourteen years old and have been rock steady ever since. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're, we're, we lived together for like ten years. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. So you guys are really close. That's really cool. Yeah. Probably closer closer as you can be. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's yeah. my yeah my me- my Mexican brother. Very good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. That's I love the yin and yang thing, and I think that happens a lot with friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like one's a little bit more subtle, and mm-hmm. so a good balance. Yeah, complimentary. Now, when it came to you, played football together. No, Ricky didn't ever play football. Okay. He's my best non-jock friend. Okay. Yeah. What was he into in high school? Uh, working out actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ricky. Uh, Ricky has a great story too. He used to be uh, overweight, you know, not healthy, and then. Uh, I think when he went to, got to high school, he got introduced to, um, I forget what the class called, but I think it's called weight room. Yeah, weight like room. weight training. Yeah, and then he got into that, that working out and fitness. Then he got a six-pack, he got back and arms and mm-hmm. totally changed his whole look. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he had a really, like, yeah, he thought hot Cheetos was was good for him. Like you, you know, hot Cheetos yeah. all well, the time. Well, we're we're also Mexican. We're also, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, it I is part of the culture. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was infected in, at the age of five, and then it became like oh, oh hot Cheetos. Yeah. yeah. In his defense, <laughs> we are given them oh, at two so years funny. old. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, no, he's like, he he uh, he he had the influence on me more of yeah. eating healthier and then going to my parents' house and just throwing all their crap away mm. and helping them eat better. He's the one who got me into training. Yeah. Cause, uh, I was cooking at the time and uh, at Trump, uh, Trump National was a line cook and uh, he was a personal trainer and we'd work out together all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd always train him when we worked out together, but he was a trainer. Yeah. And uh, he goes, man, you should really think about, you know, being a personal trainer because you kind of, you got like a natural hook, hook thing for it and you, just, you should do it, man. And I'm like, no, I don't want to. And like a year of cooking in the kitchen, working 75 hours, making seven fifty an hour mm-hmm. and having to work every holiday and not spend time with my family. Meanwhile, Ricky's making uh, $55 an hour, not working every holiday. And, making uh, his own schedule. You make his own schedule. I'm like... Uh, I think I want to do that now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I loved cooking. I, I do love cooking. It's a passion of mine. But um, yeah, getting in training, that's how it all started is Ricky. Mm-hmm. And then I told, and I started doing CrossFit workouts at Ricky, but I didn't tell him it was CrossFit. And he goes, man, these workouts are crazy. How did you do this? I'm like, I just invented it. <laughs> I know. I was just thinking. And then like after about two weeks, I told him, all right, actually, there's this thing. It's CrossFit. Yeah. I found it because I was playing for a rugby team, and then one of the coaches introduced me to it, and it just totally blew me away. Yeah. It, I thought I was super fit. I thought, man, I'm this and that. Give me more weight. And then I got humbled on my first CrossFit workout. Yeah. And uh, mm. I loved everything about it. Like, just the, the whole gritty hardness, uh, perseverance, like, mental toughness of it. It's like, it spoke to me. 
we'll talk more about the specifics of like, you know, the actual workout, what your body is going through, what that <laughs> process is like going from like, I don't work out, get me to this, you know, get me to my goal. Um, I want to kind of go over the timeline though for a little bit, you know, you guys met in, um, in high school and then college, what, what was going on in college or like after high school, what were your pursuits? Uh, we went, we both went to El Camino mm -hmm. and then, uh, yeah. Are you Elko too? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, he went to LMU and then I went to Cal State Dominguez. Mm -hmm. Focusing on what? Uh, business for for both of us, mm -hmm. we both did business. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, and then now, uh, did you yeah. do that knowing you would go into business together? We were already in business together. That's the funny thing. Like okay. We started the gym in two thousand ten. Wow. Yeah, we've been going a long time. We were both personal trainers in two thousand uh, two thousand seven is when I started doing CrossFit. I think two thousand six I started See, personal training. Wait, so Heyday started in two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't realize it was so, like, established already. Yeah. So it's been we 13 just, years. We just moved here a year yeah. ago. Okay, so that's what it is. Where were you before? Uh, one block down, one block over. Hmm. Okay. The nicest part of San Pedro. <laughs> right by the post office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had many uh, battles. I say many, you know, talk about medieval times. Yeah. That's how I felt like it was down there. <laughs> and I was defending, like, my territory. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, it's a little scary at times. Well, we'll talk about that too. <laughs> Wait, so I, so you guys met, and you guys had already because sport was already a part of your your high school, like right? You were playing football. And I was playing football. I went from football, and I started, and then I started playing rugby. Like what, what for me? That was my that was my sport. That was and, like uh, your launch factor into going into, into yeah, because I went and I played for the United States team when I was nineteen and. Play for the U.S. You're team. You're glossing over all these little yeah. facts. I know. We're gonna <laughs> so have to like. You the U.S. rugby team. Uh huh. I played. Yeah, I played for U19s. And I played for the college. Then I played for the, a little bit for the men's. Then I got put in the sevens pool for the the men's. But then I d couldn't commit to playing for free. I wanted to start my working and making money. And, yeah. And yeah. uh, yeah. Played for uh, Belmont Shore in Santa Monica mm -hmm. on like, I don't know, like seven national titles playing rugby. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was pretty goodness. cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's been a very fun, it was a very fun uh, span of 10 years. Mm -hmm. And then um, in that time period, you were also working with, as a trainer, mm -hmm. well, previous than that, it would be a line cook and then afterwards as a trainer yep. with Ricky. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I, I think I was 22 or 23. Three when I started, uh, 20, probably 21, 22, and I started becoming a personal trainer. Okay. And then uh, I moved, I was moving, whenever I moved, I'd play for a different rugby team, mm -hmm. and I uh, started in San Pedro for the Red, Red Rhinos. San Pedro has a rugby team? They did, yeah. Called the Red Rhinos. Red Rhinos. That was very old. It was, it, I was, shoot, I was 17. Wow, yeah. Yeah, Bob Everett was a coach, super cool dude. And it's funny because the guys just joined my team that I played rugby with. Mm -hmm. He was my high school center, this guy Alfredo Campos, mm -hmm. and uh, he just joined my 5 a.m. class. I'm like, I can't. And then it's just like so funny like, coming back together with him. Yeah. Because we started playing rugby together. Yeah. He's the one who introduced me to it, and mm -hmm. I just kept going. Oh, wow. It was great. Very cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so take us back to okay, you guys are in college, both studying business. 
And you were already in business together as personal trainers at that point? Uh-huh. Okay, no no gym existed. Oh, no gym, yeah. We were working at a personal training studio Okay. that he was working at. I started working there. Mm-hmm. I got fired. Mm, tell us about that. We love <laughs> a firing story. <laughs> tell us more about this. Well, uh... And you know what? I want to say, I want to preface this because I love hearing about, you know, especially entrepreneurs, people who start their own business, getting fired from other jobs. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) It was, uh, like, you know, know, when I was talking about how Ricky flies under the radar and I don't, Mm -hmm. uh, this is one of those instances where um, I wanted to do things a certain way Mm -hmm. and it wasn't like that at this gym. Mm -hmm. and, uh, And I kept doing it. And then rules started being put into place to where I couldn't do what I wanted to do. Is this like training style or is training this style, like- persona? Uh, I was young. I was probably uh, significantly more arrogant, and uh, my way. And I'm gonna do this. Mm-hmm. I think I'm better. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's funny because I even called the, the guy like a year and a half ago, asking him for a job ref- uh, referral. And I just want to say, are you going to say good things about me or bad things? He goes, are you kidding me, Ed? I love you, man. You know, it was a great time. You were young and blah, blah, Like I was like, oh, thank God. Because I, so, I was so stressed out about it because, man, I felt like such a – I don't want to curse, but like, I, that's why I, I felt can, like – Yeah, you can. We can, we can remove it. I felt it, yeah. like such a little asshole. Yeah. And uh, it's like looking back on it, I would have been – went about it so uh, differently – I remember showing up to work and the door was locked and all my equipment was on the outside. And I was like, oh, what? I'm supposed to train someone right now. And then it's funny because I met someone in Bally's, this guy Jeff Aguirre. He actually works. Bally's, by the way, is where LA Fitness was. Yeah. (laughs) Jeff Jeff, Jeff Aguirre um, runs West Coast Barbell. Mm -hmm. He's a really nice man too. Mm -hmm. And we had met and he goes, hey, I'm opening up a gym. You should come out and work out in in there. And then so I left the place I was at, grabbed all my equipment with my client, went down to this gym. He goes, hey, I'm not ready yet. I'm like, I am. (laughs) (laughs) So I just moved in, and then I told Ricky, and Ricky, he was bummed how it happened. And uh, I told him, I was like, you should just come with me, and we'll put our clients together, and we'll start doing this whole CrossFit thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then let's do it together. Mm -hmm. And so he left and came with me, and we worked out of this right here up on 7th Street, uh, right uh, shoot, I think it's right next to, the, right below the hive. Do you know where the hive used to be? Janet Spangler? Mm-mm. I don't know Janet, but it's right there. We worked there for about a year, and then uh, I didn't get along with another person that was within this <laughs> thing. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, it's like, you're the problem, Ed. But I was like, man, well, I really don't feel like I'm the problem. <laughs> Did you feel that? I was going to ask, like, you know, because sometimes these experiences sort of, like, give us a lesson that we're, you know, in need of. <clears throat> did you feel like you walked away with that or did you feel like, no, 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 they got it wrong. It's uh, no, I guess not. It's just, it's just, you know, some people just aren't meant to be next to each other. Oh, that's And totally, uh, yeah. the yeah. way, the vibe that I thought it was going to be there, it wasn't. And then I was doing things the way I wanted to do it and it wasn't going along with the way this person wanted to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, Ricky's okay, but you got to go. And I was like, well, if I'm going, he's going with me. <laughs> and so <laughs> Come on, Ricky, we're, we're going again, buddy. But you know, it's Ricky, yeah. trust me. And, and like, he knew we needed our own thing. And then yeah. one of our clients said that he had a space Yeah. and we moved, mm-hmm. brought all our clients, half our clients were my family. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like all my clients are my family members. Oh, that's great. Yeah, my sisters, my brother-in-law, my mom, my dad. My mom and dad still work out with me. It's great. I love that. I love that. But uh, then we moved to, we were working in, in a parking lot. That was our that was our gym for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Like I started off with this little 700, 700 square foot box. Mm-hmm. And then we just kind of organically grew. And as we grew, we just started putting mats in the parking lot and okay. we matted the whole parking lot so this is when you're over here right On near 8th and palace verdes okay eighth and palace verdes that's near the post office vicinity mm-hmm. um we're talking about this post office here so there is a lot of homelessness and you kind of get, get to see the rougher well i was there when it was nice oh okay i was there before any homeless were there okay uh-huh. yeah it was the, the homeless was like in the last like five years okay six years mm-hmm. but before that it wasn't bad at all yeah it was a good area it was great yeah mm-hmm. i had a good times there very good <laughs> well how long were you guys there for 10 years oh wow okay. yeah we opened because we became heyday once we moved to this location before that it was just ricky and i doing crossfit mm-hmm. and training you know so you about 20 people i think that's why i felt like heyday was new right i mean you guys have obviously been established for longer than that but in my mind heyday was not a it was a, hidden yeah yeah, it was really, a hidden gem. It was. It, it really was. And it wasn't known as Heyday. It was. It was known as Heyday. Heyday Elite Fitness. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you guys come up with the name? Uh, Ricky. You know, Ricky's. He really. He's very uh, creative and witty. Gosh, so good. And so whenever we think they need to name something, we always go to him, and then he just comes up with something. And yeah. uh, he liked the word Heyday because in, in the dictionary, it's the point of someone's life where they are at their greatest vigor. Oh, I love that. So, it's like, you know, bringing you, heyday is like where you come to get back what you, what you once had, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's like getting back to your peak at one point. Yeah, or as close to it as you can. Mm-hmm. You know, some people yeah. think they can't, but I've trained like multiple people over the age of 70 who've significantly improved their quality of life mm-hmm. in the year or two they spent with me. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. That's so cool. So heyday got established. You guys are taking over a parking lot with all the mats laid out. Yeah. And slowly growing. And yeah. people were people want like fighting you guys for parking spots or were they just like Oh, oh no, we it was just we were, we got lucky because it was just us in this parking lot. Mm-hmm. And then I mean I my I had the best landlords ever. Like I just kinda started taking spots <laughs> and uh, he called it homesteading so <laughs> i would just put some mats out i'm like you can still park your car there and it's fine yeah. and uh they, yeah they drive over the mats and we were in the parking lot we worked out in the sun there was we had no sun we had wait no umbrella like no we were just literally in the elements all the time and mm-hmm. i couldn't believe that the members that we had stayed with us at that time I wanted to ask a little bit about your members and how many how many you kind of started with there and then what it grew to until you finally grew out of that space. Um, you know, it's funny. We, like, we, te- we de- technically didn't grow out of the space. We just got a new space. Mm-hmm. And I'd say like, we upgraded our space significantly. Yeah. Um, and it's funny. We're, I don't think if I was still over there, we'd even be having this conversation right now because you didn't even know we existed mm-hmm. for the last 10 years, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, optics, right? It's it's a uh, one block over is just like my mom was my mom, so she'll drive down there. But I know some people's moms didn't want to drive down there because of what street it was on and then who was around. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, I think moving to where we are right now, we're more centered in downtown San Pedro, where I can call PBID, then come help me if I need, ever need to. When mm-hmm. any homeless people come, I usually call them. They show up twenty seconds. Mm-hmm. 
But Ethan Palace Verde is out of out of their jurisdiction. Mm. It's out of downtown San Pedro. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's just better now, and people are more inclined that we're indoors. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. you have like the garage style doors, right? Uh-huh. So they just roll up. Yep. You still kind of have a little bit of that element of like being outside, you know? Yeah. I, I, I prefer being inside. Mm-hmm. Like it was great being outside, but it was only great because I didn't have any other choice. Yeah. So for me, I was like, it's great. It's great. That's great. I'm smiling right great. now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll, tell them I'll, I'll be outside for 10 hours. Oh my gosh. And people are like, well, I love being outside. I'm like, you're out here for one hour. <laughs> But then we got a tent. We got a big tent we put in the parking lot mm-hmm. and worked out under the tent. And then there's times where I'm like, how do we work out out here without a tent? Right. It gets so dang hot. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. I can't believe you had people showing up like that. Yeah. 5 a.m. It was raining. I'm, well, oh see, goodness. this is wow. where, this is where your habits came into play and probably other people's habits of like just knowing that they have to push through things things that are worth fighting for or you know yeah. worth being uncomfortable for I, I feel like there is this I can understand people being on a journey and then being so committed and they like are on it and they're there with you mentally but did you ever encounter people like I mean I'm curious to know their mental fortitude like were they just naturally people that are mentally tough like I'm here I'm committed I want to do this or did you have to do a lot of motivation to, to get them through that? Um, and like pursuing people? There is a, we have a wide array of people in the gym. And I think a lot of people, if they're in, in my gym, I feel, I feel like they're mentally tough. They may not feel mentally tough. I don't know. I, see, I, like, to, I like to say I see potential in everyone because most people who come in don't even know what they're capable of because mm-hmm. they've never tried yeah. They've never tested their boundaries. Yes. Yeah. And um, it's funny because I'm like trying to think about what's my next article going to be about. I'm like, sometimes I kind of want I kind of want to write about suffering mm-hmm. and how important it is to suffer and how I feel like we're designed to and how we crave it. We just don't even realize it. I mean, you're going to suffer one or two ways. You can suffer by not working out, or you can suffer by working out. Yeah, it's both suffering. So which which route do you want to take? Yeah. Like one of them has the pros outweigh the cons like significantly mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you can suffer both ways mm-hmm. and i think people do suffer both ways they just don't even realize it yeah and then also when you suffer too it's like you can either you can make this really last you know and drag out the suffering and make it so that you'll really be suffering later on right <laughs> i feel like that's kind of you know the, the gratification immediately yeah. delayed well, exactly. one of them, your op- your options grow, and the other one, your options get less. Dwindle. Mm-hmm. Dwindle. I mean, it's it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's sad. It's sad when people don't work out. It makes me sad. Mm-hmm. When people don't exercise mm-hmm. or they don't do, and it doesn't have to be with me. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you do for exercise. Mm-hmm. If you walk, then that's yeah. good for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you decide not to do anything, right, that makes me sad. Mm-hmm. I don't feel, I don't think you're a bad person. I just I'm sad for you because and that's you because don't, you know the benefits of it and yeah. you know how life changing it can be. Yeah, and then some people just don't realize that they can they can do it. Like anyone, mm-hmm. literally anyone can come into my gym and work out. Mm-hmm. Like I have a girl right now um, who came into my gym on two crutches because mm-hmm. she has MS mm-hmm. and she wanted to stop taking her medication because it made her feel like crap. Mm-hmm. And it's like, now she comes in with one crutch mm. and she comes in with no crutches. And then she's like, I want to do a pull up. And I'm like, well, it's going to take a little more time, but she goes, no, I'm doing it. I'm like, all right, this year you'll do it. Mm. But it's like, it's a, 
like, like who ever thought some girl with MS who is losing motor control yeah. literally can't extend or flex her left knee mm-hmm. is in doing a CrossFit class. That's why I love CrossFit. And that's why I think everyone can do it. Yeah. It's like she has so much humility. She can come in. But if you have an ego, mm-hmm. CrossFit's really good at weeding out anyone who has an ego. Wow. And uh, it's like for me, it was humbling. Yeah, and I remember I, you said that. I like being humbled because I'm like, okay, I can get better. There's something I can get good at, something I can practice, something where I can acquire skills. It's like a challenge. It's, yes, I'm very, and that's how kind of I'm wired. Like, I get knocked down, cool, I'm gonna get right back up. I fought my entire life growing up. I had eight siblings. It was like survival of the fittest in my house. This, we have a thing. We eat dinner, everyone sits down, we eat immediately. <laughs> I, I invite company over, and they're like, what are you doing? And I'm sitting over my plate, shoveling food in my mouth, like looking for my brothers and sisters. And like, no, we have to wait. I'm like, no, no, no. My house, we sit down, we eat. Like, we eat I'm laughing now. because have you seen that video where, where it's like a, it's like a chat. I don't know. It's a thing on TikTok, but it's like when you grow up with a lot of siblings, you know this. And it's like somebody comes near their food and they're grabbing a remote or something. Like you just <laughs> yeah. grab your food and shove it in your mouth really yeah. fast. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, what, that's how it was. And, that is funny. And uh, my sisters were, were all older than me. And they whooped me pretty good, so. Um... So yeah. it's mostly humility that you have to come with, maybe not necessarily all the other things. Because like the mental toughness is a thing. For I sure. mean, uh, I th- I think if you come in and you're like, I'm just gonna try this out, or uh, I'll see what it's. Oh, man, uh, yeah, hum- humility is one of them. I think humility is probably one of the most important things when you come to a CrossFit gym. Mm-hmm. If knowing that it's like, like my mom is probably one of the most knowledgeable people in my gym. But she is not anywhere close to the best athlete. Mm-hmm. Like she, like she is. She's not, and she never was. She was never. My mom never worked out. She was never an athlete, but she knows more about the gym and how the classes run, like mm-hmm. more than any other. Like if you came in, you'd be lost. My mom would be like, "Oh, here, come here, I'll show you." My mom's <laughs> seventy years old, yeah. and she'll say, "Oh, you grab these weights, you do this, and you go like that, and you fully extend your hip like this," and she'll say it just like that. But it's like. I think I would like your mom to be my trainer. I know. Yeah. Okay. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, think your mom would be mom. a yeah. great trainer. Yeah. And I think I need a maternal figure. Yeah, yeah she you know, <laughs> she she is great. I'd partner you up with her if you came in the gym. So Oh I Yeah, love she's that. she's great. And then you know, my dad comes in now and it's like funny, I've been I've been tra- I've been training for so long. My dad never comes to any of my classes, but now this year he started coming to my classes and it's like great to have him in there. Nice. He kinda likes to do his own thing. He doesn't like to be told what to do, so but, I identify with your dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why but, all the boot camps, boot camps that I've ever attempted, like high-intensity gyms, I'm always like, don't yell at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah don't I, tell me to run. I will walk now. Don't yell at me. Don't tell me what to no. do. Like, yeah. be very polite. No. no and no. I know I worked at a gym, and so I just, like, I know the environment. I know that you have to, like, have a mental toughness to kind of get through things. I want to talk about heyday like CrossFit. Let's do it. Like designing a gym. Like you got to design your own You gym. would design. You would go right? into the design question. Uh, yeah. But like you guys got to really say, okay, what is like our optimal Yeah. Um, also, I just want to say, looking at it from 7th Street, it looks like a beautiful gym yeah, and like one that you do want to work out at. And especially with those like gates rolling up. Also, like Rock will post a picture like from right outside that garage every once in a while with like the sun coming up, and it's beautiful, you know. Yeah, you know what's funny? I love Rock. I never we thought Rock, Rock was gonna stay at my gym though. 
Really? I did. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't think he was going to conform. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm like, I tell him, I'm like so impressed. Is it because like of the hard-headedness? Not just that. It's just like, <laughs> it's a... Uh, I'm going to tell like, him, listen to it's this like the you, If you ever come to the gym, you'll, yeah. it's a very structured. Yeah. Like there's a way that the class is run and how you're coached. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like you have to almost like get in line. Mm-hmm. You can't, people, you can't come in and do what you want. And uh, it's very, like, uh, like some people are like, hey, I, I really appreciate how structured you are. And some people will probably be like, you could be a little less structured, right? But it's, it's it, for me, it's like the only way to run a su- successful group the way I want it to be run. Because I want it to be run, like, in unison together. Like, we're doing this as a team. I'm very, very, very team-oriented. I hate doing personal training. Not that I hate training people one-on-one. I love the intimacy i get with whoever i train on that level but me personally i hated it the most when i had to go hire my coach to see him one-on-one i was like the last thing i wanted to do because i like being in the group atmosphere i feed off people's energy like on the days where i don't want to work out and i go show up to a class where there's 15 people in i'm like oh let's go let's go i'm like ready to there i get yeah i get very i'll start talking a lot like cracking jokes i whole mood changes it just brings me, it's like an upper for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but workout loans, like where I'm dragging my feet, my warm up's 45 minutes long. Mm-hmm. I'm just like doing everything to progress. I'm going to the bathroom three times. Oh, yeah. I'm, tie my shoes. That's me. I'm an extrovert. And, uh, and again, I won't, I won't work out unless I'm doing it with somebody or unless I've committed to somebody to like meet them there. Like, you know, I'm that person. I have to be around people to get things done because I will procrastinate. I'm the worst procrastinator. Um, I also put myself last. I won't commit to myself, you know? So, absolutely. Well, and it's probably nice to be with other people because then I think the whole, like, you could find a buddy and you're like, okay, like, hey, you are you look like you're on my level. Yeah. Or maybe not all eyes are on me because there's, like, yeah. enough people to spread it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's uh, I guess it's nice. In a heyday, it's like these, it's a, uh, in any big establishment, there's these mini cliques that form. It's a, it's a natural, organic thing where, Sometimes I even know, I know you'll like Amanda. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be like, hey, uh, Jess, you should, Jess, right? Yeah. You should partner up with Amanda today. And I'll kind of like matchmake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they're like, I see posting pictures on Instagram, getting We're coffee together. Friends. Yeah. <laughs> I've had multiple people, people get married at my gym. Oh my God. Like meet meet, and get, meet and get married. Yeah. It's uh, one of my best friends. Like, he, he, most he's ever worked out in his life was going to the 630 class to see this girl, Jamie. <laughs> And uh, I had never seen him work out as consistent. He'd come in double days. Like, if she wasn't there, he'd come and do the 7.30 class. Like, oh, my <laughs> he ended up marrying her. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Yeah. He yeah, came in. Like, that's, I like I that girl. I was going to say, did you ever tell somebody from, like, the 10.30 class, hey, you need to come to the 7.30 so, class? I try to. Like, some yeah. people, sometimes people always feel like are such good matches where I'm like, hey, have you met, uh, have you met Jason? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. sometimes people tell me all kinds of t- stuff. Yeah. People tell me all kinds of stuff, what they want, what they need, mm-hmm. like yeah. what they're going through, mm-hmm. all the shitty, all the good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. is, it a, is it something you have to commit to daily or is it like what the going to CrossFit? Let's say there's somebody who wants to sign up. Like, no, no. I mean, people, I think people get caught up in the stress of I have to work out for one hour. Mm-hmm. And you do not have to work out for one hour. It's most optimal to be in an environment where you have a coach yeah. who's taking you through a regimented routine mm-hmm. that has intention. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. right? Being the most important thing. And you'll get so much more bang from that one hour yeah. because of how concentrated it is. Mm-hmm. But working out for 15 minutes on your own is just as good. Okay. In the sense of it being good as you're moving. Keep your body right? moving. You come to a class where people will know what they're doing, there's intent, it's going to be like concentrated. Mm-hmm. Right? But if you do that 15 minute workout, it's a little diluted. But still going to get the desired taste. Does that yeah. make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, training. This guy's like 77 years old. I've been training him for one day a week for the last two and a half years. I was going to say, for somebody who is coming in as a beginner, I mean, we're in the new year. So we really wanted to focus on health and health and fitness, health and wellness um, at the beginning of the year because many people are, are getting back into it, right? Mm-hmm. For somebody who's getting back into it, hasn't been active for a while, what are, what's your suggestion and how would they interact with your gym? For CrossFit? Yeah. I, for example, if they came to you, they're like, it's been a minute. What do I do? <laughs> I would honestly say like two to three days a week mm-hmm. consistently mm-hmm. for like four months mm-hmm. or three months mm-hmm. and then decide, okay, this is something I really like. I want to get into it. Then you come more. Mm-hmm. But it's like if you're doing CrossFit two days a week, you're getting great weight training, great like anaerobic activity, like great just hitting everything. And you do a walk a week mm-hmm. and you do Pilates with your girlfriends or yoga or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that's fantastic. Like the average person does not need to work out more than five hours a week mm. to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you go past that paradigm of like sickness, wellness, back into sickness because you're just doing too much you're training for like sports i feel like you just you're wrecking yourself like when i trained for rugby it's I, or, like it was going beyond wellness like it wasn't it was well beyond what i needed to be a healthy comfortable life mm-hmm. that makes sense mm-hmm. like going past that where if i'm working out like 10 hour 12 hours a week like why do i need to work out 12 hours a week i'm just i'm like doing i'm just becoming addicted to working out and it's taking him away from all these other important things like spending time with my family, walking my dog, doing my work, writing my columns, you know, doing my podcast. Like, you know what I mean? Do you have a podcast? No, yes. I don't. I Are just, you going to start I'm on one? your podcast. No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. Maybe in a couple more years. We like to ask people that yeah. occasionally. <laughs> I mean, I, it's, it's like Rick and I have all these crazy conversations where I think I think they're interesting and Oh, I, just even funny. having you on today, I'm like, you could have your own podcast. <laughs> this, there's a lot of funny things. Here one with the two of you and hearing your dynamic and yeah. oh man yeah it's yeah he's him and i just uh i don't know we just we've always gotten along so well i mean i think he's gotten mad at me more than i've ever gotten mad at him mm. like it's i'm like one usually pissing him off and i'm like oh i don't want to make ricky mad anymore i've made him, I've made him mad like four or five times where i'm like oh i went too far that time <laughs> i love the dynamic well, been, uh, being in business together because you know there's always like that saying of like with best friends like don't live together, you know, try to avoid all these things because then it really puts, puts stress um, on the relationship. I don't know. With Ricky, it's, uh, I don't know, we've always had a very good understanding of what equal was mm-hmm. and uh, doing his part and me doing my part and I guess delineating between that has been, we've always talked, we've always been able to talk through all the crap that we've gone through. Anytime there's like, where I'm super pissed about something, he's usually like talking me down because I'll get really emotional really fast mm-hmm. and I'm almost like want to rip someone's head off and he's like, dude, think about this, this and that and he like kind of talks me off my ledge. I'm like, okay, I feel much better now. <laughs> okay, now I can go talk to that person without killing him. Um, 
but uh yeah no it's it's been good i mean it's been good i mean he's he's doing so much more with real estate now like he coaches on if you come see if you ever want to come to a fun class come on saturday he coaches saturday class nine fifteen a.m mm-hmm. and it's like it's one hour a week to shine so he just kills it every time mm-hmm. yeah it's really fun That's he's, got, very he's cool. got a good vibe like completely different i feel like completely different than me some people call people call me ricky all the time Call you ricky yeah I'm like, yeah, I'm Ricky. I'll just go with it now. And I can actually see you as a Ricky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I could. And then someone calls me Eddie. They're like, wait, I thought you said your name was Ricky. I'm like, um, sometimes I'm both. We're, you can yeah. mix it up. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it like having the gym during like the pandemic? Uh, that was the least amount I've ever worked in my life. Really? It was horrible. Okay. Horrible. Mm-hmm. Or, I feel like usually being working from like, five to five or five to seven thirty then to i'm doing two video classes a day and i'm writing workouts and calling my personal training clients trying to train them via video and they're mm-hmm. like dude this sucks i'm like i know but it was uh i was just didn't know it's did you have it a, sucked did your group your core group kind of dwindle from the gym during that time or our core our, we had a like, probably 60 like percent of our members stay it was great and That's they kept paying great. us it was crazy I, the only reason why we're alive is because of everyone that stayed yeah. and like and so like the day that we got shut down we were already making videos like the next day we had a video a workout on monday mm-hmm. at home mm-hmm. and it was just like i remember i was in new york and i was like oh, i'm gonna get stuck in new york this sucks and then Ricky's like, all right, Emily and I will put together a workout and we'll do a video. I'm like, mm-hmm. sweet. And we did videos for until they let us go back into the modified in person. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was, this is a really, we had to like adapt immediately. There's no, there's no lag. Like, hey guys, we're going to close the gym and uh, we don't know what we're going to do yet. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, the gym's closed. We're doing videos tomorrow at this time. Come by the gym wow. and get equipment. Like, mm-hmm. so we rent, we like, I rented out like, almost my, all my equipment. Wow. Most of it made it back, right? <laughs> <laughs> most of it made it back, but uh yeah, that was not the most fun. It was it was it was hard because it was always changing and then people's different views on whether we should wear masks or not and then the animosity that it created between people who wanted to wear masks and didn't want to wear masks. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah. it's like it, whether I was like if you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear one. If you want to wear a mask, wear one. If you who cares? Don't give me shit. Just work out, guys. Yeah, it's like if, if I'm not wearing it and you're comfortable, not comfortable, then don't come in. Yeah. And if you're, if I'm wearing it and you're making fun of me or giving me a hard time because I'm wearing a mask, like don't come in. Like, mm-hmm. just be you. That's the thing about 2020 that I think we forget too is like not only was it a time of like a global pandemic and crisis, but it was like the highest time of like division you know, in our country mm-hmm. and I mean across the world, but like there was so much division and uh, politics got mixed up in it too, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. And it was, it was really messy. Yeah. It wasn't fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And did, I'm always curious with like businesses that pivot, you know, during the pandemic, go switch online, do videos, etc. Mm-hmm. Did any of that stick that you have? Uh, yeah. Work? You know, it's funny. It's so, uh, so we, I wanted to get rid of the video immediately, but there's like, I had these girls that, I started a, like a bodybuilding class pretty much mm-hmm. and I do it every Tuesday and Thursday. And then when the gym was opening back up, people were like, Hey, are you going to still keep that bodybuilding class? I was like, um, well, I mean, do you guys still want to do it? They're like, uh, yeah, we love it. 
I'm like, okay. It was a bodybuilding class, <laughs> a virtual one? Oh, it was a virtual one, but they wanted me to do it in the gym now oh. when we went back into person. So mm-hmm. I was like, for me, I'm like, I was never, like, I was like, I don't ever say never anymore. I just said never get a tattoo. Now I have two of them. I never, I was never going to go to Europe. I've gone to Europe twice already. Like, it's like all these things I said never. So uh, I was like, I'm never going to do bicep curls again. But now I do bicep curls every week. I'm like, bicep curls are dumb. I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> I changed my mind. Like, exercise is like so funny because I think that it is very subjective mm-hmm. uh, to a point and what is good for you. Mm-hmm. I know you. I know you can get really into the weeds on the um, the uh, physiological and neurological sides of it and what it, and the effects it does. Like, that's not subjective. It's there's things that happen in your body when you exercise, but. In terms of like, is an air squat good for you, or is a front squat, or a back squat, or is it lunges only, or is it bicep curls, or is it power clean? Like that, mm-hmm. the named exercises are subjective. Mm-hmm. And it's like the more you learn, the more you realize how much you don't know. Mm-hmm. And like when I first started doing CrossFit, I was like, I know everything because I only knew a very small amount of information. Mm-hmm. And as, as I've continued to grow my education, I'm like, holy crap, I didn't know anything. Yeah. But the intention of what I wanted was still there, which was helping people and teaching mm-hmm. people stuff. But now it's like, I, I, now I have significantly more knowledge, but I, I'm still, the intent is still there. I want to teach people and help people and mm-hmm. hopefully change their lives. Mm-hmm. I so, love that. So since you brought it up, I'm curious, like you mentioned the physiological, like the physical um, aspects of just exercise in general mm-hmm. are the same. Can you name some of those? Because I don't think we've talked about that yet oh. in this series. So like, like the, like the, like the. Just like talk us, walk us through like what, are, what are the benefits? Like we know it's beneficial, mm-hmm. but like. Well, it's like the, I guess, I guess like, I guess like brain chemistry, like sure. when you do vigorous exercise or intense exercise there's chemicals get released in your brain right all three of these chemicals have to do with being happy so it's like that's why i always tell people like you're going to feel better when you leave because you know epinephrine dopamine dopamine and uh uh serotonin Mm -hmm. all these three get like released into your brain when you do vigorous exercise yeah and so it's like that's why everyone always like fuck i feel so good Mm -hmm. after workout it's like a high and it's like a runner's high. And uh, that, that's for me, like, that's the main reason that if you take anything out of all the other fancy jargon we'll talk about, like, it makes you happy. Like, working out makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And it's like Alleviate scientifically stress. proven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a, you know, you go see the doctor. What's the doctor going to tell you? Oh, you need to lose weight. Oh, your high, blood pressure's high. Right, you have high cholesterol. You need to change your diet. You need to start exercising. Right, so mm-hmm. it's like you start exercising. It's like you will lose weight. You'll put on lean muscle mass. Right, uh, your blood pressure is likely going to go down. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you're going to be in a better mood. You're probably going to sleep better because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you're going to fit your clothes better. Like all these things that the uh, working out is going to benefit for you. Mm-hmm. But my main thing with the with the physiological stuff is mentally is mainly with the brain and the effect it has on that and your mood. Mm-hmm. Like for that alone, you should probably work out happy. It's hard to be happy. Mm-hmm. And if you work out, 
it makes you happy. That point keeps <laughs> coming up. It's so far, we've interviewed three for this, you know, for this month's, you know, little uh-huh. series. And that point keeps coming up is like, yeah, it's good for your body, but it's like so good for your mind and for your mental health. Well, for, uh, for, for, for women, I think it, don't quote me on this, but it reduces your chance of osteoporosis by like 50% by doing mm-hmm. strength training, resistance training. Mm-hmm. And girls think that they should not lift because it's going to make them bulky. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. that's not true. Like, like, if you see, if you come into our gym, you'll see, yeah. a, a, we, I train like, I think 65% women. Mm-hmm. More women, significantly more women than men. Mm-hmm. Three of my trainers are women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm the one male. Mm-hmm. And I have one other, actually, one other guy, Aaron. Um, but uh, their body types are all different, mm-hmm. right? Your body type, like, it's, it's going to, when you start working out, it's going to adapt to what your body type is. And I guarantee that working out is not going to make your body look worse. Yeah. Like, it's only going to make it look better. Mm-hmm. And if you think you don't want to work out because it's going to make you look bulky, it's, that's, a, that's a preconceived notion that was put into your brain by social media. Yeah. Or by societal norms now that where women can't be strong and women yeah. can't lift weights. There's a women's section of the gym. There's a men's section of the gym. That's not true. It's everyone's section. Yeah. Like the 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 national uh, Olympic te- women's weightlifting team lifts seven like I think seventy percent more than the men or uh, volume wise like thirty percent more. Sorry, thirty percent more than what the men lift. The women will do more because women are like designed to endure a lot more than we are <laughs> as men okay like you guys are i'm saying i'm saying women's are women are tougher <laughs> when you say well i know we are designed to like handle pain much better <laughs> just because Engine- it's like so much it's, it's very much part engineered to withstand pain. copious amounts of pain like yeah. it's like i can have a girl do 85 percent of her max and she'll get eight or nine or 11 reps. And I'll have a guy do 85% and he'll get four or five. Yeah. Um, the weight is like, from, like say if, from, if I'm doing 85% of my max of uh, make it for simplicity, 400 pounds. What was that? 335 pounds, I think. Yeah, 335 pounds. I can't do math on the spot like and then, that. <laughs> and so it's like and Masha will do 85% of her mm-hmm. max, which is like 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, now I screwed myself up. Yeah. But anyways. It's okay, we can cut like, a lot but of this out. I'm like dying at four, five, and six. And yeah. like the women will push, every rep will look like the first rep. Yeah. But for guys, like we're going, ah, 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 and then we're done. And the girls will just go like screaming from the first rep and screaming in the eighth rep. I'm like, how the hell would you get through seven more after the first one looked that hard? Yeah. And I see it all the time. Like, that is very it, cool it, to hear. It is. Yeah. It's, it's pretty amazing. And it's a. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's if if, if uh, I don't know why I'm more. I'm like I am. I'm actually not not that I get sad that I have all, all women in my gym, but I'm like I wish more dudes would work out with me too because this is really fun and like I'm doing it. Like you can come do it too. And look, these girls are getting yeah. down. Like I have a weightlifting class. It's all the girls. Mm-hmm. I'm like I want to train some dudes too, but that I love is, the girls when I'm doing it. That's very cool. You know, I think um, we were talking about this before, too. There is this, like, especially when you walk into a gym, like, LA Fitness or just, like, a mainstream gym, it's, like, there's so much intimidation. Like, you know, women just, I, myself, don't go by the the weights. I'm, like, I don't touch that. I don't want somebody calling me out. I don't want someone saying, like, you don't know how to use those, you know. There's so much stigma, too. And there's all these, like, beefy. Those beefy guys, too, who are just, like, 
sometimes seem territorial. Sometimes those guys are the nicest damn dudes and you. are the most helpful. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's like it's get like if they, like, they come up like sometimes it's hard. Like sometimes as a dude, you don't want to go help a girl in the gym because it's it can only be it's only gonna way. come on as this guy wants to take me home or this yeah, guy wants my number. Yeah. But sometimes like I don't know. For me, my gym is different. I just walk around. I'll t- say anything to anyone. I'm like, do this, do that. You should do that. You should try to do that. And it's like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even think about that because it's not a commercial gym. Right. But in a commercial gym, it's hard. I guess as a guy, like you see a girl struggling, you want to help her, but then you, you know it's going to come off as she's attractive or I'm attracted to her, and then it's just come off as I'm trying to pick her up. Mm. Totally, totally. So it's, it's hard. It's, hard. it's, hard. it's a very tricky There's multiple dynamics to, happening uh, in a gym. Yeah, in a gym. And... uh so I would love to go into what are some of the like classes, workshops, training, like what are the things that you guys offer at Heyday? Uh, so we do our CrossFit classes is, our, is like our main program. Uh, we started a, like a full body aesthetics class. Uh, we, we do those on Tuesdays and Thursdays where it's weightlifting only. It's just bodybuilding essentially. And it's nice. I always tell people who are super nervous to come in. I was like, come to the bodybuilding classes. You'll learn what all the weights are. You'll learn the exercises in uh, that aren't compound, meaning like usually one joint at a time is moving. It's at a slower tempo. Like when we do CrossFit class, it's on a strict schedule. Like we're doing this warm up for eight minutes. We're going into the movement of what we're doing today. We're doing RDLs. I'm gonna show you RDLs for about three, four minutes. Make sure everyone's moving well or competent enough, and then I'll give the appropriate changes as needed. Then, all right, we're starting our strength piece. We're going to go every two and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. You're going to do five reps at this tempo. Add weight every set. It should be a seven out of ten, eight out of ten on effort. Mm-hmm. Right? And then we have a breakdown for like four minutes. And then you're going to do, we have 20, 15, 16 minutes to do this conditioning piece. We're doing clean and jerks from the hang position, mm-hmm. burpee pull-ups, 15, 12, 9. And then after that, you take two-minute break, and you do five fifty 50-calorie sprint on the skier. And then that's a class. That was my class this morning. Mm-hmm. And that will take 60 minutes. But it moves. It's like the train's going, and you're just, you just got to get on it. And then you kind of fall along. But the weightlifting class is like, do your five sets. Try to get down the next 10 minutes. All right, next exercise. Here's our exercise. Mm-hmm. I show you that exercise. And then that's the class where I do the most coaching because the bodybuilding, it's like very positional. It's nice. I can give a lot of feedback to people. It's slower. It's single single joint nothing's for time mm. it's a it's a great starting for anyone who's looking to go to the gym mm-hmm. it's a great class to go to mm. we're coming into the end of our our episode and we do have some future questions for you so i have one that's kind of a two-parter and jess has one that's a really great one cool. um okay so something that i like to ask all of our guests is first what are some things that concern you about the community and that could just be like room for improvement, you know, some things that you've noticed. And then the flip side of that is what excites you about the community? Um, well, if I was still living on 8th and Palos Verdes, I'd have a lot of complaints. Yeah. Uh, except moving, moving to where I am now, it's like it's not, been nothing but positive. Good. I have a, the occasional uh, homeless person, but... It's, mm-hmm. it's very easy to deal with them now than it was before. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I don't think I don't think I have any negative or I don't know. I'm extremely happy with where I am right now with, in Pedro. Mm-hmm. 
I think I think I know that they're doing things that are going to make the town even better. Yeah. So I'm just patiently waiting. Yeah. Right. There's nothing I there's nothing I can do to make it go any faster. The development. Yeah. We're all just waiting patiently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, I don't. I love this town. You live in the community, right? I do. I live yeah. on uh, some off Summerland. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you live here. You work here. You grew up here somewhat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 This is like my home. So. And so for excitement, would you say that's what you're most excited for, the development that's happening on the waterfront? Yeah, I think that'll be, uh, I think it'll be very cool. Mm-hmm. Cool to see the changes. I mean, I, I, I'm seeing already so many new people come into town. It's that yeah. coffee shop, uh, Distrito. Yeah, Distrito. Yeah. All of those guys, Mateo. He's mm-hmm. really nice. Yeah. Um, but it's like every time I go in there, I meet someone new that's not from here. And people walk into the gym, they're like, oh, yeah, I love San Pedro. I'm like, first of all, it's Pedro. <laughs> just let you know. Good. So just so you don't say this anywhere else you go, because yeah. then we know you're from out of town. You say Pedro. If anyone Pedro. ever doubts how neighborly San Pedro is, like that, we've heard so many guests tell us, like, <laughs> that's the first thing we correct them on. Yeah. You know, like, that one freebie. Mm-hmm. Um, or someone's someone saying El Segundo, that it makes El Segundo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then my question is, uh, describe your ideal Pedro day. So you wake up, what time is it? My ideal Pedro day? Oh my gosh. Um, it wouldn't be going into work, but my ideal day is like a Saturday and sleep in till about 7.30 in the morning, 8 in the morning, make a cup of coffee, have it, share it with my lady friend, uh, Go work out my nine o'clock class. Not work, but go work out. Go run around town. I run around town all the time now. I started doing marathons like three months ago, and so now every time I go and run around town, I see people. It's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Where do you run? What's your route? Uh, I just I run down Western, go around the coast, or I'll run down the streets in downtown San Pedro on Pacific. Do people honk at you? They do all the time. It's yep. really funny. <laughs> hey! And then um, yeah, you go idea. on a run, yeah. and then what yeah. food spots? Uh, my kitchen. You my lo- kitchen, oh yeah, because yeah. you like to cook. I like it. That's um, great. I do. If I do go out, I like to go to uh, <laughs> uh, like uh, Nico's Shore Grill a lot. Hit those spots pretty frequently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, lately, I've been cooking at home a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. great. End it with a glass of wine and a sunset. Yeah, we have a little fire pit in my backyard. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, fire nice. pit and sunset. It's fantastic. Awesome. Uh, How can people find you? They find me? Uh, find Heyday. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, 279 West 7th Street. Mm-hmm. So you can come in, say hi to me. If I'm training someone, I'll probably stop and talk to you. But uh, yeah, anytime doors are usually, I'm usually there all day where Masha is. She's Russian. So Russians are a little different than us. There's a little rough around the edges, so give her half a break. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? <laughs> you guys got to come meet Masha. She's okay. great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We love her. She's been probably like a, the godsend uh, to our gym, is bringing her in. Mm-hmm. She's just, she looks like, uh, have you ever seen Rocky Four? No. No, you're from Rocky I have. You know the, the girlfriend? Yeah. That's Masha. Okay. <laughs> She's just such a badass, like yeah. just... Mm-hmm. Pretty inspiring and mm-hmm. it's hard. It's hard. I'm not a Sylvester Stallone fan, so no. yeah. my dad would always have us call him Rocky mm-hmm. when we were little. <laughs> that was like his movie, his go-to. Yeah, but yeah, come in. You can uh, 
Uh, that's the only way you can get a hold of me, actually. And then, um, well, Instagram handle, did you mention that? Um, Heyday Elite Fitness. Okay, Heyday Elite yeah. Fitness. Yeah, we'll have all the links in the show notes for the, for listeners cool. so that they can find you very easily. We'll have your address, your um, yeah, your Instagram, all that. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So, well, thank you so much. This was a really, really great conversation. Super enlightening. Yeah. Very motivating. Um, yeah. Thank you. I, any any parting words? I see you. Honk or are you going to come work out in a class? Sure. <laughs> yes, apparently we've signed ourselves up for a class, so <laughs> that was part of this. We're getting roped in, and I yes. think we would, Jess. Yeah, the stretching class, actually. Come on, Saturday. I mean, although I'm a little terrified with the pain, but I, I'm down. We're Is down. It really we'll painful? do it. Don't you commit it's me. It's a good thing. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Amanda and I are going to do it. We'll do a live set recording session out of there. Sweet. Yeah, <laughs> she's more ambitious than I am physically. I know that I'm like, you know, I'm kind of a mom. I'm getting there. I just got to get my body moving again. and, and Even more of a reason. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. <laughs> I feel like you'll go easy on us. Now knowing our vulnerabilities. I don't think he will. Uh, no, that or no, Coach Red will true. come out. Ten years ago, we would not have. I know, I know Ten you. Ten years ago, we not have. But uh, <laughs> now, yeah. I, I, break well, people, I break people in. I want you to come. My whole thing is I, would long, I want now. you to come back the yeah. next day. Mm-hmm. I was in such a rush when I was younger. Yeah, and now, you knew people's potential, and I'm sure it was frustrating yeah. when they would, like, hold themselves back. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you have a bad day, though. You, you did not kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Welcome. This was great. This has been I great. appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, guys. All right. We'll see you next time. That's all for our episode. Follow us for more on Instagram at Podcast. Huge thanks to Rock Ashfields at Palm Realty Boutique for providing us such a gorgeous recording space. And thank you to all of our amazing Patreon supporters. Leave us a review and share this episode with your friends, neighbors, and coworkers. See you next week.